0: This is Alice Newsom and you're listening to the Repurposed Podcast. I've heard it said that the graveyard is the most valuable piece of real estate on the planet because it's filled with unrealized dreams, ideas, and visions. This podcast is about denying the grave consumption of the great content locked up in my computer and taking the bold step to share my thoughts and creativity with you. Today, I'm sharing content that has been stored in my laptop for many, many years. Now, here's my take on the creation story. The creation story in the book of Genesis makes many outlandish claims, such as, God created the universe in six days. God created man from dirt and breathed life into his clay-formed body. Man came first, and woman evolved from one of his ribs. The woman talked to a snake who influenced her to eat forbidden fruit. The woman, in turn, influenced the man to eat forbidden fruit. Sin and death entered the world because of the man and woman eating forbidden fruit. Hmm. Now to a sane, rational, and reasoning person, the claims above sound like the making of a good fairy tale. However, the creation account of life's origin is very credible. In Genesis 2, God created Adam from the ground in his image. Adam was brand new and excitedly explored the wonderful world around him. He inhaled and exhaled. He ran. He jumped. He laughed. He saw God's amazing creation and gladly took on the task of naming the animals. He was super intelligent. And with one look, he knew exactly the name of each animal. Monkey, peacock, elephant, whale. Giraffe, eagle, and so on, and so on, and so on. Adam was strong, decisive, and intelligent. He had a wonderful first day with God, and God enjoyed Adam's company. God created the earth and its inhabitants to be self sustaining, He created plants with the seed of life inside itself. He purposefully created all animal life to replicate itself by mating and reproducing. God observed the animal kingdom and noted male and female couples, the lion and lioness, Mr. and Mrs. Dolphin, the monkey and his mate, and so on. And then God looked at Adam. Throughout creation, at the end of each day, God said, it is good. But on the sixth day, God said, It is not good for man to be alone. And God decided to make a helper for Adam. The woman was God's crowning achievement. She was the completion of creation. God could have formed the woman from the ground just like he formed the man and the other male and female animal couples but he did not. God chose to use the flesh and bone of the man he created in his image. Adam's body was a potent, concentrated expression of God. Dirt had combined with divinity, and it was no longer simply dirt. No, dirt had become man, and the man Adam was a rich, fertile, life-giving being endowed with the attributes of God. When God wanted a suitable helper for Adam, he took her from Adam. God pulled the solution to Adam's need from Adam's body. Adam's body contained highly concentrated molecular structures, which included the female gene as well as the DNA for all the nationalities of the world. Black skin, white skin, brown skin, yellow skin, red skin, silky hair, straight hair, kinky hair, curly hair, black eyes, brown eyes, green eyes, and blue eyes too. God placed Adam in a tropical paradise called the Garden of Eden. Here's an interesting note. When describing the location of the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 2 verse 13 says, And the name of the second river is Gihon; the same is it that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. Isn't that amazing? We all know that Ethiopia is located on the continent of Africa. There was plenty to eat in the garden. It was filled with all kind of bountiful trees that were pleasing to look at and good, good to eat. In the middle of the Garden of Eden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Time had come, and the Garden of Eden was the perfect setting to fashion the crown jewel of creation. God had chosen Adam, the potent, concentrated expression of himself, to be the donor for this masterpiece. By God's design, Adam was already genetically equipped with all things necessary to produce the human race. But he could not do it alone. He needed a suitable mate. She would be a potent, concentrated expression of God. She would be comparable to Adam, and together they would carry out God's purpose to populate the earth and rule the world. Adam lay down in the Garden of Eden, and God performed the first surgical procedure. He placed Adam under general anesthesia and made an incision to remove Adam's rib. God took the rib transplant to form the woman's body. He gave her breasts, female body parts, and a womb. God breathed the breath of life into the woman's perfectly formed body, and she began to live. God presented Eve to Adam in a way very similar to that of a father giving his daughter in marriage. At a wedding ceremony, their marriage was ordained and blessed by God. When God asked, "Who is she, Adam?" Adam's response was, "Whoa, man!" Not only because she was man with a womb, but also because she was breathtakingly beautiful, with beautiful hair, beautiful eyes, beautiful smile, and a beautiful voluptuous body. Adam also said, she is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. The woman had Adam's DNA, but she was not his daughter. The woman was Adam's wife, God's daughter, made in God's image. God gave Adam and the woman dominion over every beast of the field and bird of the air. He blessed them and said, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. God gave them power and authority to rule the world. Adam named his bride Eve. He spoke prophetically and said she would be the mother of all living beings. Eve was created mature. She was equipped with all the elements necessary to complement Adam's design and fulfill God's command to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. Like the final piece of a puzzle, Eve fit perfectly into Adam's life, and together they were one complete picture of God. Man made in the image of God. Strong, decisive, intelligent, and woman made in the image of God. Strong, decisive, intelligent, yet tender, graceful, and elegant. This was God's crowning achievement. And at the end of day six, God said, it is very good. And creation was
1: complete. Hello, I'm Galene, your host from Let's Meet the Author. I want to go ahead and boast about one of my authors who premiered in the first season, Alice Newsom. I have read her book over and over, and I cannot put it down. I have recommended it to my sisters. I recommend it to my mom, to my aunties, and even the male members in my family. Finally, there is a book that talks about the women of the Bible. All right. And also it gives juicy details about the lives of Jesus' ancestors. The book is called The Sorted Lives of Jesus' Ancestors. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Jesus' family does too. You got to get your own copy. Go to alicenewsome.com and go ahead and read it and find out all the secrets of Jesus' ancestors. alicenewsome.com. Get your copy today. You will not regret it. I've been busy. I've recorded an audiobook
0: too. Now, the audiobook is a convenient way to hear the stories of the women in Jesus' family tree as you go about your day. I'm the narrator, and it comes with a special audiobook companion document. Get your audiobook now. If you are a creative person like I am, And you have lots of content stored somewhere in a device or a journal. I encourage you to get that content out of your mind, out of your device, out of your journal, and share it with the world. Enrich someone's life because they are waiting for you. Now, get busy and redo, renew, repurpose. And most of all, Stop hiding and publish. That's today's podcast.